Hello and welcome to Chip Advisor. Yes, hello there. We're back. Illness and all sorts have stopped us these past couple of weeks, uh, but we are back. I'm Phil. This is Chip Advisor. Today we are talking about the gift that Mike leaves most at people's houses. It's ketchup. How are you, Mike? Very well, thank you. How now, brown cow? What are you eating? Uh, Domino's today. Oh, my goodness. I just uh, got a phone call. I just got a phone call from a fellow director in the company who had bought pizza for all of the warehouse and uh, he said, do you want to sneak down and grab a couple of slices? So I did. Oh, well, that annoys me on a lot of levels. If it um, helps, it's tomato based rather than barbecue, which is disappointing. Does help. Does help. Okay. But okay. yeah, I've got bread at work. I've got a good staple diet now at lunch. I'll have toast with Vegemite, two pieces. Yeah. And then... For afters, I'll have some Greek yogurt with honey. Like I bought, I've got a squeezy finger honey. Um, but I realised today we've got no butter. So when the trip down the road was done, uh, I got a meatball sub, East Street Deli meatball sub. Nice. Absolutely disgusting. Oh so dear. I, I had I had one of the four meatballs and took the other three meatballs out because they tasted like I assume. Do and oh. it was vile. It's still repeating on me now. Just that one one meatball. Anyway, we don't need to talk about meatballs. I mean, can ranges. I can I just say that really? I think when you're having Vegemite on toast, yeah, you don't really need the butter. I've I've come to this conclusion mm, that that no. actually the butter is not necessary. The, the the taste of the marmite is so strong that you don't taste the butter anyway. Well, marmite might be, but I'm talking about Vegemite, mate, and you should it, not. In both scenarios, the, 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 it still stands. Yeah, but it goes well with the butter. Yeah, but it's not that pizza you're The pizza you're eating, if you just had cheese, cheese I'd be happy. no tomato. Right, okay. I'd probably right, be happier. We're, we're also here with Lewis. How are you, Lewis? Blessings, friends and listeners. I'm very well. I've not had my lunch yet, but I'm very excited. I've my new kitchen purchase. We've just bought a soda stream. And it might yes. be over. It might be overstating things, but I think it's a life-changing purchase. Oh wow! I, I bought one about five years ago, and to be fair, it was. I'll just stop your intro music. Uh, it was life-changing for a good three months, I reckon. Right. Okay. And well, then, but that is exciting, though. Very exciting. I'm sitting here with my lime and soda. Oh wow. yes. Because paying paying twelve p for it in the pub is too much for me. I must make my own. Hmm. Have you got any Doctor Pete? I have not got any Doctor Pete. I've got I've got some uh, Peppy. Oh, is that what it's called? <laughs> is it right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, amazing. That's super exciting. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to. Yeah, we'll have to come round and try out the Soda Stream. It's... Oh, okay, great. Right, we've got so many questions about ketchup that I kind of am tempted to start with the questions. But like any good teacher, I will have questions at the end. Um, <laughs> Hands up. So, yeah, questions at the end then, please. So I'll tell you a little bit about ketchup or catsup, as it's still known in some places in the world. 
started around 300 BC. Oh, let's play guess a country, Mike. Where do you um, think ketchup came from? Italy. Italy. Lewis? Um, let's think. Tomato, Mediterranean. I think Mike has actually maybe gone for a good choice. I'm going to go uh, Greece. Okay. See, so what you've both done there is thought, where does tomato ketchup come from? And oh. um, and the problem is that ketchup, when it started in 300 BC, uh, they didn't use tomatoes. Oh. So, so yeah, it actually started uh, in Southeast Asia in China. Oh yeah, um, and it was it was one of the original. Now you know, like you watch cookery programs, and they say, um, "Oh, has has your dish got a nice umami?" No, they say. They say umami, like a salty, sort of meaty flavour. Is that what have, it means? People have, say like, it, and I nod. Yeah. Right, it's, I never knew what it meant. You have like sweet thing. You want a sweet, sour. You want umami, you know, in, in your dishes. So you've got everything there. So, yeah. So it, it was one of the first umami flavours uh, out there. And it was not made with tomatoes. It was made with fish scraps, meat waste, and soybeans at the time. Oh, no. Yum, yum, yum. Mm. And um, in those days, it wasn't something you'd buy to pour over your chips either. It was it was runnier and was mainly it was like a base for other sauces rather than the, the dish we know and love now. But is this really ketchup then? Well, it's catsup, um, okay. which, is, which is what ketchup came from. And indeed, some people still call it catsup because that is what it's called in many places around who, the world. Who does? Oh, okay. Who does? No, no, nobody I know calls it that. Oh, in China they do. <laughs> okay. Need to diversify my friendship group. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. So, yeah, so it was more of a, a paste or a, like a, a thinner sauce, actually, that you would put in the, at the start of a dish. So, so your sauce had that nice flavour going, the umami flavour. Anyway, it spread along the world trade routes that you are so familiar with, Michael. Oh, um, yes. And by the 1700s, British traders took it home with them and fairly quickly corrupted the the flavour and the recipe and kind of took bits from it and then changed it. But the, the golden era for ketchup was the 18th century when you, you first see cookbooks using uh, ketchup recipes in there. Uh, one had one was made of a hundred oysters, uh, oh. mussels, mushrooms. You get mushroom ketchup, walnut ketchup, lemons. They even made some with plums and peaches. I think hmm. I can't quite remember. I wasn't there, but I vaguely remember <laughs> reading that. Uh, and these, the all of these components were like boiled down into a syrup and left with loads of salt to ferment, and that gave them sort of like a spicy highly concentrated product that they could put at the start of sauces mushroom ketchup was apparently jane austen's favorite so is it really this is this is what i hear this is what i hear well jane austen's never left mushroom ketchup in my house but michael has definitely left tomato ketchup in my house yeah it's weird this isn't it mike you do tend to do this why why do you carry a bottle of ketchup with you everywhere you go in your car, in this car, he genuinely does do this. It's weird. No, it's true. Under the, under the passenger seat, if you're ever a passenger in my car, just have a little delve underneath and you will find, amongst other things, in my emergency kit, um, a bottle of ketchup. 
Hang on. What else is in your emergency kit? Uh, well, like deodorant, toothbrush. Um, what about else have I got under there? Ooh, I thought of brushing your teeth with a toothbrush that's been under the seat. Yeah. yeah. Deodorant, Weird. toothbrush. Um, Tooth toothpaste? Oh, no. A body spray. And I do mean body spray as well. Uh, it's rose at the moment, rose scented. So de deodorant and body spray. Yeah, well, you've got you've got your underarms to to, to deal with first to deal with long term perspiration. Then you've got something just to to give it a bit of pep. To give who a bit of pep? To give what? Me a bit, me of, a bit pep. of pep. Me a where bit of pep. Where are you spraying that? All over. All over. And then walking through of, it, you know, like I sort of spray it and then I'll dip my head into it. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hair gel. Oh, wet look or because um, I, I went to the barbers. It's a rare treat, um, well, not a treat because I'm terrified of them. I went to the barbers uh, a couple of months ago, and at the end, it was Turkish barbers. He said, uh, "Oh, I'll put some powder in your hair." Uh, uh, so like, yeah, powder. yeah, powder all the rage. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but he just like sprinkled some weird flour in my hair. Yeah, use this with the boys all the time now. Hair powder. I sh whereas I, I was uh, cutting my own hair, I have little need for a barber <laughs> these days. But I was, uh, I've got the old skull shaver out. I think it's come up on previous episodes. Yeah. yeah. Ran out of battery after the first stroke. Had oh, 10 minutes nice. before getting to a meeting. Desperately searching for a hat. Oh. oh. The oh that's something I've got. Hats. Heart shaved head. Hats, yeah. Woolly hat. Um, and some boiled sweets. Oh, and paracetamol. Wow. And what. What are these kept in, or are they just kept loose? They're loose. So you've underneath got a loose passenger seat, loose toothbrush underneath your passenger yeah, yeah, seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is lovely. That yeah. I, I need to clarify when it felt maybe derogatory that Mike leaves his ketchup at uh, my house. I mean, I have not bought ketchup for um, many yeah. a year. <laughs> You're I'm, welcome. I'm, I'm very, I'm very happy that he leaves it behind. Yeah. So basically, the reason I have it is. Uh, well, first and foremost, it's if I'm out and about, and uh, this is a this is more traditionally this is an old school thing for me. Really, if I saw a nice chip shop I liked, I'd stop and I'd begrudge paying a fortune for a, a sachet. But actually, more recently, it's coming quite handy when I go to people's houses and we're going to get a takeaway in or whatever, and I say, "Oh, have you got any ketchup, please, for my chips?" And they produce a supermarket own equivalent or or even even worse daddies um <laughs> at, at, at that at that point i'll nip out to the car and say oh thank you but i've, I've got my own but to you know to make up for what might appear being a bit rude about the stocking of their cupboards i then leave the bottle with them i mean some listeners might think he is making this up or he's spinning a think this is absolutely true it is. happened on multiple occasions in my house. Yeah. So do yeah. you go to like bookers or or some wholesalers and buy and like bulk buy a load of ketchup? So when you've left one at say Lewis's house, you can quickly refill it. Or no, no, I, I, I you know, I'll know when I'm running low, um, or I'm out, and I'll, I'll just top up at you know petrol station or whatever. Oh, it's quite expensive at a petrol station. You could have just bought sachets at a chip shop, to be honest. Can't put a price on good ketchup, and and sachets are an absolute pain. Right. Okay. Okay. Fine. I, I feel yeah. like we've had this conversation before, Phil. But we're quite fans of cheap ketchup, aren't we? I love. Yeah. I mean, I was going to save it, Lewis, but we've gone there early. Oh, oh I, I prefer. 
no, it's fine. I mean, it it wasn't going to be hopefully the highlight of the podcast, but you never know. It's it's hard to tell. But the yeah, I, the big reveal. I much prefer cheaper ketchup. Much prefer it because it's more vinegary, and yeah, I like vinegary. That. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And and Heinz, I, I get annoyed with the separation. And oh, look, I've opened a bottle. Oh, good. I've just poured some effectively excess. We- We've talked about this before, juice. haven't we? Yeah, I've I don't want the that. analogy. I've given you the analogy. The yeah, ketchup. yeah, I don't need that. I don't need We're your not allowed to share again. that, are we? Because this is a family podcast. Family podcast. Quick edit would be nice, ideally. Got a busy weekend, so let's Fine, not I won't mention it. Inflammatory. Okay, well. Be... Oh, maybe there's no way around it, is there really? I'd like to allude to what I'm talking about. but No, it's fine, because I think you said it on another podcast and had to edit it then. Okay, fine. So it's fine. It's okay. fine. But yeah, I don't like the the excess um, juices flowing out of my ketchup, Lewis. What about yourself? Is that why? Is it just a vinegar? Yeah, no, I like the vinegar. I think I like the, it's kind of thin and the runniness of it. I don't need I don't need it to be so thick. And yeah. Okay. So okay, right. So big reveal. That was exciting. Oh gosh, one just the one meatball, and it just keeps repeating. Honestly, it's not good. before I came on air because uh, because it it kept repeating. Then I got I've got um, a pot of my squirty honey on my desk, and I just just uh, just squeezed a whole load into my mouth just to hope that it would stop the re- repetition. It hasn't. So you needed a game of mints or mints. Oh, oh I would have really helped you mince. out. <laughs> oh, Harry, get well soon. Harry is poorly, uh, as he said on other podcasts. Probably doesn't want to make a big deal of it. Uh, anyway, in 1812, the first recipe for tomato-based ketchup came about by a man called James Mees, who was a Philadelphia scientist, and he's credited with developing ketchup. And he he wrote uh, that the choicest ketchup came from love apples, which is what tomatoes oh, were called. That's what wow. they were called okay. because some believe tomatoes had aphrodisiac powers. Right. Yeah, so that's that's why they they were called that. I'm not I'm not particularly feeling turned on by this base. I'll be honest on the on the dominoes. Huh, well, I'm really pleased to hear that whilst talking yeah. to me, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Good. So before vinegar became a standard ingredient, the main issue that that these tomato based ketchups had was that the the fruit would decompose really quickly, and tomatoes were only grown certain seasons. Storage of them wasn't ideal and by the time they got round to nearing growing season again they were like rotten you couldn't serve it really uh, so yeah vinegar vinegar got intro- introduced and then a relatively new company called Heinz you may have heard of them Go introduced ahead. their fa- uh, famous formula uh, in 1876 and that contained tomatoes distilled vinegar brown sugar salt and various spices they also introduced their glass octagonal bottles so customers yes. see what they were buying. And it always tastes better out of a glass bottle. A bit like Coca-Cola. Out of a can. Yeah. Oh, well, Coca-Cola no. out of a bottle as well is good yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, not ketchup would be like out of a can. I don't know. But um, yeah. Oh, gosh. But yeah, no, uh, definitely glass bottle. Always best. It's hard to hard to buy the glass bottle in shops now, isn't it? Don't they just do squirty? But you no, can get like, if you, what you in, want to find yourself is one of those budget corner shop brands like one stop or yep. nisa and and they'll 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 happily sort you out a glass bottle 
Okay. Okay. So, okay, with the glass bottle then, and um, I know this will be one of our questions. I think James asked this. How do you get the ketchup out of it? It's all in the rest, mate. Firm shake. Firm jolted shake. Shake, not a tap. Oh, not a tap, no. Do you do you find that what happens is you'll end up with either none on your plate or absolutely insane quantities of ketchup on Yeah, but better plate. to have too much rather than too little. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you know do you know why the ketchup gets stuck in a glass bottle? Or no. indeed why it gets stuck in uh, a squeezy bottle when you've reached maximum squeeziness? You don't know, Lewis, do you know? Oh, um, I'm going to say there's a, a vacuum is formed, which mm. needs to be broken. Please tell me I'm correct. It sounds good, but it's actually because ketchup is a, is a non-Newtonian fluid. Ah, uh, um, of course. That's my second choice. Yeah. yeah okay. So, so it, it, therefore, it's a fluid that does not follow Newton's law of viscosity. And wow. it has a, a varied level of viscosity depending on how much stress you put on it. Does that matter so if it's Heinz or a different brand? Well, it's less so with the cheaper brands that have got a higher vinegar content. Mm. But Heinz, it has less, slightly less vinegar in. So what happens is you, you'll get that. It, it won't, you know, if you've got water and you're pouring water out of a bottle, it it will all drain out. It's all the same thickness all the way through. Whereas ketchup, you've picked it up, Mike's shaken it which has, in a way, made things worse because it's put various bits of the ketchup under stress and various other bits not under stress, which is why you'll get a bit come out and then you get loads come out. Well, so it's all because the science of science, science, Phil. Very good. Non, it's like having yeah. Johnny Ball on the podcast. <laughs> Johnny Vaughan? Johnny Ball. Johnny Ball. What, what, is it, was he um, from Little and Large? No, that was... Um, <laughs> Yeah. You're thinking of Bobby Ball, who was part uh, of Cannonball. <laughs> what we needed, Zoe, Zoe's dad. It could be, uh, yeah. Yeah, Zoe Ball's dad. Right, okay. Didn't know, it. I, I, I was unaware that she had a dad. I mean... If, I should have I used mean, Gaz, Gaz Top as a reference, or... Nope, still. Nope. Freddie from How from how To? No. Oh, Gaz, How For Now? Yeah, okay. I would have said Fred Dynage, but but where we live, Fred Dynage is, is only associated really with Meridian News. Yeah. Yeah, good old Fred, Fred Dynas. Yeah. So, so some people used to believe that the best way to get ketchup out of a Heinz bottle was by tapping the fifty-seven logo. You know, they got, you know, on the front it says fifty-seven. That is a strong bit of marketing by Heinz. Well, that's that's what people used to do a lot, and in a way, they were right because it it oh. did put, it it just moved the ketchup around a bit, put it a bit under stress. And then allowed it to be flowing out smoother, but it obviously was very hard. Yeah. It's very hard to do, but that is why it gets stuck there. Obviously, I think we've said this before that by the time Heinz introduced their fifty-seven logo, uh, they had over sixty varieties at that point. Incredible. And do you know what the fifty-seven stands for? Oh, we did this yeah, with we did. didn't we? Yeah, did I can't remember. No, I yeah. can't remember either. Well, it's it's Mr. Hines and his wife's favourite numbers, five and seven. They just chucked them on there because they'd seen it right. on another product. Right. And they thought it makes it look classy. So, yeah. so yeah, so then they introduced the squeezy bottles. And even then, 
they you know you find that you find that there's some in the bottom isn't there where the air yeah yeah it's problematic still and they've recently invented or scientists have a way of getting it's called like uh, easy flow plastic or something so the the ketchup bottles will will either now be or soon be lined with this material which will make nothing stick to it at all so the ketchup will run down the side easy and you won't have those bits left in the bottom i wonder in this day and age really whether there needs to be a movement back towards the glass bottle given you know how, how easy it is to recycle glass compared to plastic and yeah. not just because i think it tastes better yeah i'm all for it but it does you know often i mean i wonder how many injuries were caused by people shattering glass mm. as they just, you know trying to jerk it in that motion yeah, I, yeah don't do yeah. that please don't keep doing that motion on screen okay, okay so i've got i've got i've got a little life hack for getting the oh hello getting the ketchup out the end of your box you're not gonna like this mike i'm gonna let oh, okay. you okay okay um yeah the kids call them life hacks these days yeah <laughs> top, top tip. I, I always have in a i always have in the cupboard big bottle of vinegar take your top off and like when you're washing out your bottle instead of washing out of water Bit of vinegar in there, add to it, shake it all around. Oh, for goodness! Absolutely sake. clear bottle by the end. Oh, this is good, Lewis. There you go. Add it even up. Add a bit of vinegar to your um, ketchup as well. No, I don't like that. You're welcome. Therefore, therefore we, that we would improve the Heinz flavour. We used to. It's only now I've just remembered this after probably twenty-five years. I know we what used you're going to say. What we, we called a ketchup spoon. Yeah. It was a very long-handled little spoon with a little ladle at the bottom yep. that you could use to scoop ketchup out of a bottle. Did you ever have that, Lewis? No. It, was it like a Sunday spoon? Not, it was a, not it was like a the plastic, days of the week. But... It, was a, it was a long <laughs> plastic spoon with a little ladle at the bottom, but it would go inside the head of a glass ketchup bottle. Right. And that was all it was for, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we, we definitely didn't have Heinz in my house growing up, so oh. yeah, there was no oh, glass it's... bottles. I doubt we had Heinz, but other ketchups used to be in glass bottles Did too. They? That was what I was about to ask. I don't remember other brands being in glass bottles, but I'm, oh, I'm sure yeah. they, must, they must have been. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure, Dr. Dre. That definitely was yeah. the day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I haven't prepared a quiz because, huh. well, let's, let's be honest about this. Poor Harry, who's poorly, was, was meant to be doing the ketchup episode. So I've been frantically doing research so i'm wondering whether mike you can come up or lewis you can come up with a quiz quickly during the quiz intro do you reckon oh yeah no problem you reckon you're, you're capable of that because we've got yeah, a lot of questions so i want to get the quiz done and then we'll hit the questions no problem okay let's do the quiz it's a quiz it's a quiz it's a quiz it's a Okay, so yeah, quick, quick thinking, and we're going to play the quiz. Have some tension music, please, Phil. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. I'll chuck some tension on for you. Okay, guys, you're going to take it in turns. It's first to say uh, a word that that is disqualified, and then you're out. So it's last man standing. I want lyrics, just words, from Last Ketchup's hit, the Ketchup song. Yeah. Yeah. Any right. word that features in the song, you can't 
obviously, once one's gone, it's gone. I'm excited that we're going to have the shortest quiz we've ever had. <laughs> because the chorus, famously, as Phil just played, was in Spanish, but there were four verses in English. Were there? Yeah. Right. So, any word at all that features in the song, Lewis, we'll start with you. Um, hey. Gonna go with hey? Yeah, I know you are. Uh-oh. Just double checking because you might think that hay is in there. I mean, I, mean, I, I did because that was my answer. And that was the only line that I heard from what I just heard Phil play. My knowledge I'm gonna is let Spanish. you have hay because it's hay in Spanish. Well, that's what I heard. But it's spelled J-E, to be clear. It's that's, not... exactly, that's exactly how it was spelled in my mind, oh, as I said it. It sounded, the way you pronounce it, it's a bit mince and mince here. I, it, it sounded like you were doing Hey Boy, Hey Girl by Chemical Brothers. Uh, oh, well, I apologise. No, it's definitely going with Spanish uh, pronunciation. No, I, of course, of course. Okay, so Phil, over to you. Well, if, he, if he's doing Hey, I'd be I'll very careful, for... Phil. Very careful. <laughs> I'll go for Ha. Uh, because uh, he said a Hey. He said a Hey. Ha. Uh, Okay, for uh, hat is there. It's about J A. Yeah, I knew it. Feel free to use any of the English words that were in it. I'm not entirely sure there is. No. Oh, there are. And I I'll think it's in a moment. Literally, I, that bit that Phil played is what I know of that song. Um, just pick an English word, lad. I think, Come on. I think I'm going to go that the the word A uh, is in there. What? A. A, as in the letter A. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Just gonna check. This, I mean, it truly is tense. <laughs> it's surprisingly uh, in a bit kind of tense. It kind of looks like it's been shopped together quickly. This quiz, I'll level with you, <laughs> Lewis. I'm sorry. A oh. is not in there, and therefore Phil is our winner this week. Uh, and answers we could have had, Mike? Friday night, it's party time. Feeling ready, looking fine. Vivian Diego, Numbando. With the magic in his eyes, checking every girl inside. Grooving like he does the mambo. And he's the man, Ali, and Ella, Ella Disco. Playing sexy, feeling hotter. He's the king, Baliano, El Rit Ritanga. And the DJ that he knows well. On the spot, always around 12. Plays the mix that Diego makes a con la salsa. He I fire and he dances a la cancha. Yeah, I mean, there's more, but not the word A in anywhere, I'm afraid. Oh, Lewis. Many oh, things um... is brujure, how he comes and disappears every time it moves, he hypnotizes you. Some will call it Chulia, others say that it's real Rastafari Africano. And he's the Phil, man Phil wanted to go for the non edit version of this podcast. Playing sexy, yeah. feeling hotter. Okay, all right, all right. I mean, if you just prepped a quiz, I've let myself. Oh, down. I'm sorry. I've let you down. I'm... I've let I'm... everyone down. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm here trying to run one of the UK's biggest <laughs> belt companies, and and you're giving me all this. I mean, the pressure I'm is real, to... isn't it? And the pressure is real. Yeah. Come what on are the now, consequences? A, a shortage of belts in the UK? If... Yeah. Yeah. Certainly just, a shortage just... of belt sales for my company. 
just everyone being a bit like the smartest giant from town. Yeah. In the Julie Donaldson book, just walking around their trousers keep falling down. Yeah, you know, I've got belts to make. I've got, I've got thread that needs what, snipping. In, in, what was in the, the belt? In the belt? I was just saying, in the belt world, Phil, um, mm. what would be in, in the quality of the ones you stock? Uh, which brand of ketchup would you uh, be most related to? Oh, well, that's tricky because we are... Um, I mean, are you the ketchup of the uh, leather belt world, or are you the? Um, uh, do you mean ketchup, or do you mean Heinz? Heinz, I apologise. The Heinz. Uh, are you the uh, Tesco's value? Well, we. I mean, we are. We only make full grain leather belts here. These are premium belts that will last you a very long time. Um. So, so I would say we're top end. Top end. Yeah. But. You know, um, I'm not a huge fan of Heinz, so I don't want that to reflect on on um, the belts that we make here. At Ashford Ridge. the smartest giant in town. Yeah. What was the belt? Uh, it... Well, no, he had a belt, didn't he? And he turned it into a, like a bridge or something. But that's what I'm saying. What did the belt become? Was it a bridge? I have no oh, idea no. what you're talking about at this point. I am a grown man, Malcolm. Anyway, oh, we've got loads go. of... His belt helped a dog who was crossing a bog. So a bridge in a way. In a way, yeah, sort of a path. Right, we've got questions. And yep. much as I'd love to talk about belts, uh, you know, all day, like it I do. It is my favourite children's book. Is it? Smartest oh, giant in town. My belt helped a hog who was crossing a bog. But look me up and down. I'm the smartest giant in town. Was he from Always... Yorkshire? Yeah, he was. What about um, sharing a shell, though? Quite like sharing a shell. Yeah. If we're doing that age range, I prefer sharing a shell. Yeah. Lewis, actually, favorite bear, children's bear book? Bear snores on, actually. Bear snores on. We used to have one oh, with the button. My, oh, dear. Yeah, but you've got children slightly younger than me, but I think my, my children's favourite, and my favourite was one called The Great Goat Chase. Oh. oh Which, if, like, you, if, if you have not... Sounds like a Lidl's own book. Oh no, it's very, it's, it's high quality, and the voices that I used to do with it used to keep the children very entertained. It, well, you can't just do that and yeah. have to move on, Lewis. Let's see your goat then. Let's see your goat. Well, it was a, it was, it was, it was little busy bee, busy busy bee, busy bee buzzing by, and little busy bees to sting the goat's bottoms. And if little busy bee doesn't get goat out of the uh, goat field, then. I can't remember what happens next because it's been a long time since I read it. But does, was that does, the was, was that the busy like bee voice? Normal, yes, the busy a normal bee voice. voice, really. Yeah. Apologise, I don't have the book in front of me. I, I Did can't. you do the goat? Could you do the goat? Could you just talk to Phil about you know say no. my favourite ketchup is in the goat voice? Uh, no, the goats didn't speak. Ironically, oh. the, the goats were no. sort of naughty and had to be chased out by big pig who used to pump up his big shoulders <laughs> and chase the goats out of the field. <laughs> There you go. Oh. I thoroughly one, enjoyed that. One day I'm going to hear the Cypriot national anthem at like the Olympics or something and think, how on earth do I know that? Where's that yeah. from? <laughs> mm. Yeah, really weird. Um, questions, sorry. Questions. Right, I'm going straight in with a phoned-in question from mum because I laughed at her down the phone because I, I feel like she's been tricked. Okay. She's heard that you can use ketchup as a cleaning product. 
for things like brass and windows and random things like that. Now, yeah. well, vine vinegar is yeah, it's quite a natural cleaning product for lots of things. So, I suppose if you had a a ketchup with a high vinegar content, it would make some sense. But she said you can use it for like pots and pans and stuff like that. But the issue then, obviously, is that you need to get something else to clean the ketchup out. Mm. It's not going to bubble up and disappear. Um, yeah, because if, if that were the case, you before recycling your ketchup bottles, you wouldn't need to wash them. They'd just wash themselves. Good one. <laughs> and that is true. Before this new technology comes in, the Easy Glide. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... It just felt like a horrible trick that someone would pay on, you know, a lady who's seventy something to I ruin think just, her. Just buy some Mister Muscle or something. I would, Mum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, let's go with a question from Instagram from Camille's Cakes, Bakes, and Lessons. Does oh. it have to be Heinz, and can you tell the difference? Yes, and yes, Lewis. I can't remember the order of that, but no and yes. Okay. But like, so I will have Heinz ketchup, but I just prefer something a bit more vinegary. Is that the same with you, Lewis? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, James on the Twitter, I, I don't know where he feels like he's got the right to ask this many questions. So we'll rattle through them. Uh, anyone prefer a glass vessel over the plastic? Amen. Yes. Yep. How do you get the remaining 10% out of the bottle? Well, we had that earlier. Uh, is ketchup a rare case of food where brand makes little discernible difference to the quality? A bit like Magnums in that respect. Oh, no, it makes all the difference. I don't... Yeah, what's wrong with people? It makes all the difference. The two sources taste completely different. Well, they don't, though, do they, Mike? But they do. I've just looked up. There was a, there's a brand of ketchup, and I couldn't remember it off the top of my head that I really enjoyed when we were on holiday a while ago. Stokes is Stokes. Ketchup. Oh, I knew it was Stokes. get it's over really yourself, good, Lewis. Isn't it? I knew it was Stokes. Heck. They use it's it in Haskins. They use it in Haskins, Lewis, which is a garden centre oh. nearby. Oh, that's a, oh, that's where I might have had it. A sachet of a sachet. Yeah. Of Stokes oh ketchup. dear. I mean, in fairness to Stokes, their sachets are a suitable size, unlike Heinz. Yes. Yeah, Stoke yeah. sachets are like they could have like five Heinz ones. Yeah, even those little squeezy pouches, which I do quite like, because um, you don't have to use your teeth. But um, but no, no, not not a fan of Stokes. Okay, well, it's a, um, as they say, made in Britain, enjoyed everywhere. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Britain first. We're still, God, still looking, dear. still looking for a sponsor uh, here. So let's not dis okay. too much. Uh, uh, just, to, just in case you wondered, our belts are made here in Britain as well. Um, uh, does anyone it, enjoyed every everywhere they are worn everywhere? Nice. Every, nice. Yeah. Anyway, um, does anyone call it cats up anymore? Uh, people in China, I think we established. Yeah, I think they actually call it cats up. Um, I'm going to China. Um, are in you? April. Not oh, very happy mate. about the whole situation. Are you going to the Canton Fair? Yes. Oh, and, I've been there so many times, mate. You're gonna have a great time. No, I'm not. Um, anyway, <laughs> not happy at all. And I've got to spend I've got to spend three days in Hong Kong, and yep. one of them is a down day. Oh. Um, uh, the other two I'll just be feeling down. But um, I only discovered this morning there's a Disneyland in Hong Kong. So yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. I'm all over it. 
when you when you fly into Hong Kong, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure it's Hong Kong. You fly in, and the plane goes between buildings because the actual um, landing strip is on an island. Oh gosh, um, I think it was Hong Kong. Yeah, and then you get the train from inside the airport, like where you land, to the actual main airport itself with like the base. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, you'll have great fun in a way, Mike. Oh, can... I'm not really looking forward to it. It's going to be a bit intense because I'm going with one person, a colleague from work, who yeah. I've probably spent outside of work about three hours of my life with. And I'm about to spend nine days just me and him in a country. And I'm just nervous about how intense that's going to feel. But oh. what better to break the ice than a day out with Mickey ears on and, and enjoying some fireworks and some rides? Yeah, you, you. I think Hong Kong will be all right as long as you don't open your mouth or say anything about um, anything really, or just get arrested. Okay. Likewise, likewise in China. But um, okay. but so just be careful what you say. Like you know, like sometimes we have to edit things out. Yeah, you won't have someone to edit stuff out. No. Um, <laughs> please, can, please, can we record a podcast live from China? Uh, maybe I'll do one live from Disneyland. Yeah, good luck because they don't um they don't give you access to all the internet. Oh, so okay. You'll need okay. to use a, a VPN. Anyway, don't, yeah, mm. I'll talk to you, Mike. Oh, good luck with that. Thanks. Um, you'll have fun. I, there's a slim chance I might be going at the same time, actually. Oh, I mean, um, that would be incredible. Uh, we'll probably talk about this off air, but do you know which okay. phase you're going to? You're going to phase one, I assume. I'm going April 9th to 18th. I'm out there. Yeah, phase one. I won't be there then. Uh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it'll look a bit suspicious that brothers are going out a week after each other if i anyway let's not worry about that you catch up quite paranoid about china anyway sorry carry on well they blocked my phone i went on facebook once and they blocked my phone for like a day just completely okay. disabled it yeah okay they're fun uh why do people put ketchup on bacon rolls when it should be hp sauce interesting they've gone for hp sauce rather than brown sauce there you know we don't we haven't quite reached the things where we're saying oh hind sauce have we? But no. HP have, 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 have cornered the market pretty successfully there. Um, well, I'm I'm partial to either, really. I'm partial to either or both. I I once went on um, a game show on the radio, um, on BBC Radio 5 Live with Danny Baker, where it was called the Sausage Sandwich Game, and you had to guess various questions that about people, and they, you know, a celebrity. And it was Robbie Savage, and I had to guess whether he would have red sauce, brown sauce, or no sauce at all on his sandwich. And I correctly guessed that he'd have red sauce, and I won the game. Was it because you think he's simple? No, no, no. And it was a tough one. It seems to be a bit of a north-south divide on that one, actually. I think a lot of people up north like um, like the brown. I don't mind a bit of both, you know. A bit of both. Yeah, I'm like Not at the same time, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, guys, what is wrong with you? You've got your sweet and you've got your umami, mm. spicy, lovely. Pick a corner. No, I'm happy being on the fence yeah. on that one. I don't, I don't need to. I have both oh. corners. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um. Yeah, Uh. both corners. What shape are you if you've only got both corners, Lewis? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll ponder upon that for a Okay, for a cool. Uh, does ketchup belong on pizza? Uh, on pizza sounds insane. I assume they mean there's a dip. No, I like it on pizza. You know my pizza. You know my pizza setup, don't you? Baked beans or something, isn't it? Yeah. Well, my my ultimate pizza setup is pizza, baked beans, grated cheese, ketchup. 
Right. It's rare that I go to those extents, but that's my, if I was having a real treat and I was alone, <laughs> I would have pizza, beans, great cheese, ketchup. Oh, so hang on. So are the baked beans on the pizza or is this like a next to it as an accompaniment? Yeah, no, it's, um, it's the equivalent of cheese beans on toast, but on a oh, pizza. Wow. Yeah. No, Mikey, no, no, Mikey. Oh. That was so not right. Oh. It's outrageous. Oh. We want brown and red sauce where you've just gone for every <laughs> item of food <laughs> under the sun on a pizza. I once um, wrote to HP Sauce to see if they wanted to sponsor my wedding. Um, Would because... you have had to wear brown? No, I would. Well, my plan was they would give me, I don't know, a thousand pounds, which at the time probably could have bought you a small country. And um, they would, I would put HP sauce bottles on the table at the wedding breakfast because my wife's called Holly, I'm called Phil, HP. Um, it would have worked, it would have been beautiful. Oh, that level, yeah. They wrote back and said, unfortunately, they're not looking for new sponsorship opportunities, um, currently. But if they'd said, um, yeah, you could do it, but the bridesmaids' dresses all have to be HP Source Brown. Would you have gone with it? <laughs> I could have tied it in with a nice sort of, uh, sort of dull sixties sort of vibe, seventies. Where, yeah, vibe. where yeah. would you, where would you draw the line? What if they asked you to have a HP logo on your, on your um, breastplate? How much money am I getting for this? Thousand, thousand pounds. pounds. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that. I think. I think our wedding in total costs about two thousand pounds. So. Um, okay. Yeah, that would have been. A, I'd have worn an HP logo. I, it was the first wedding I'd ever been to. I had no idea what I was doing. I assumed everyone what? went for sponsorship opportunities. <laughs> what if they said your wedding car had to be one of their lorries? Just get us ready to be. Um, yeah. I mean, Holly might have been less keen on traveling in a lorry, but it but would. Would have you been... have? Would you have pushed for it at a thousand pounds? I think I still would have. Yeah. Okay. So this is I mean... we've got the logo, the lorry. The brown bridesmaids dresses. At this point, you know, translating, I mean, that was nearly 18 years ago. So we're probably talking about £10,000 now. Okay. Well, yeah. okay, they're paying for your wedding. So. Yeah. 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 Great. Um, I, did, I, did, I didn't conduct Phil's wedding, but if I had been, I would have been very happy to uh, produce an anecdote based on uh, <laughs> involving HP sauce for the, uh, for the wedding address. What would that sermon look like? Lewis, because mm. I, I know you're pretty quick on your feet with this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, HP Source, Houses of Parliament Source. Uh, the first uh, miracle that Jesus performed was turning water into wine, which took place in a house. Um, yeah, we would started there. We'd have ended up oh. somewhere. See, right. I would have talked about. I would have talked about the fusing of flavors and difference coming together to form something beautiful in HP Source and right. Phil. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have talked about things getting fruity. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway, sorry, Phil. Yeah, right. Okay. Now we've said fruity, we can move on. Yeah. Uh, Mickey says, I hate tomato ketchup. True story. That's not a question, Mickey, but thanks. Uh, Claire <laughs> says, does, every, does everybody keep an emergency bottle in their car or just my husband? That will be your Claire, Mike. Yeah. Um, Dave says, please inform Leanne that it does not belong anywhere near a roast dinner. I think we've called this out before. I think Dave has called this out. Yeah, before, he, he needs to. I just feel like Dave, Dave needs to. He needs to. Well, he just needs. To, I know you're not going to say this these days, but Dave just needs to grow a pair and take these things up with his wife himself, rather than trying to get us involved. It's a bit like getting your friend to ask a girl out 
Yeah. So, you know, that's it feels like that. If if he, yeah. if he really cares, then he'll just get rid of her. Maybe maybe they they've lost his pair and they ended up in your role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, that's a that's a lovely callback. Uh yeah, that is Strong. that is great work. Okay, we've got a question from Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. Bit rusty on the soundboard. I'll level with you. Um, hey, it's all right. Bit rusty. Uh, why does Mike like ketchup when it falls into the sweet and savory category? Surely, I feel I can't trust anything he says anymore. Wait, I think the second part of that is is valid. I, I, I um, I would say it's not sweet. Mm. What? What's? Okay, how high up is sugar in the ingredients list? Yeah, quite high. There's sugar in everything, guys. It doesn't mean it's sweet. Right. There's um, sugar in bread. That's not sweet. Well, it's inert. There's sugar in baked beans. Harry's already told you that bread is inert. There's sugar in bolognese. That's not sweet. Okay, 22.8% of ketchup, Heinz ketchup, is sugar, Mike. Well, that's a disappointingly high number to hear. (laughs) Um ready for the onset diabetes um when when you consider that only 1.8 percent is salt uh, oof. well that's that's a that's a challenge for me so i'm gonna have to consider yeah uh i am um, okay. i need to talk about this because it's mind over matter now um we've not talked about this properly yet phil i don't think you've heard about this at all um, oh no we went round to um a friend myself and claire the other night for dinner um, her name's Pippa and she's recently started listening to the podcast um, delighted to be invited around for dinner we haven't seen her for a long time and she is a fantastic cook I feel bad that I press sad music now so I don't know where it's going and no it was quite sad another... oh okay cool carry on it was quite sad um, so I said oh what's on the menu tonight oh she said chicken mash vegetables gravy um, okay I'm in game on Serves it up. Chicken is in the gravy rather than to be poured on. I take nice. one bite. What is this, Pippa? This tastes unusual. Oh, it's my favourite gravy. Your favourite gravy, Pippa? Yeah. What? What? What's the key ingredient? Marmalade. <laughs> Marmalade gravy. <laughs> And for clarity, she has done this because she's listened to the podcast. Yeah. Marmalade. <laughs> great. I couldn't eat it. That was it. That was it. It was game over. She's done it as a trick or what? No. This is like, just ridiculous. No, it genuinely is her favourite way of doing gravy is putting marmalade in it. Seems very aggressive. As a... Very Vicar of Dibley. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I was perplexed by it, and and at that point it was game over. I just stuck to the mash. So she put marmalade in the chicken, no, in the gravy, but then in the a... gravy that went on the chicken. Right, mate. Well, that is quite sweet. Marmalade. Uh, it feels like a great prank. <laughs> well, everyone else mopped theirs up, no trouble at all. Did she give you a specially prepared serving, or did you no. see her dish it up the same as everyone else? No, no. This was this was a genuine family recipe. Wow, that is marmalade gravy. 
well if Pippa's listening she's a mutual friend of all of ours I think that's yes so I'm yep. I'm very excited to come around uh, for chicken and marmalade yeah we? well let me know what you make of it please please but I'm intrigued the, yeah no it was it's a no from me I hate marmalade because I find it too bitter but with gravy with the saltiness it might be yep well we'll await our invite Lewis uh okay mm. next question uh Charlotte asks fridge or cupboard Oh, fridge. I go, yeah, we generally go cupboard, but that's more just because of space issues rather than any real f strong feelings about it. I can't I, think of a single food I'd rather have in the cupboard than in my fridge. Right, hang on. So this again. Okay. Yeah, here we go. Dried pasta. I'll have it in the fridge. Okay, great. <laughs> Tin of beans. I'll have it in the fridge. Marmite. It's uh, a bit tricky. I'll have it in the fridge. How are, you spreading, how are you spreading that? Um, with like one of those um trowel things you use for um grouting. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Okay, I may just throw things at you mid conversation because I'll I'll get thinking about what what other things you probably wouldn't want in the fridge. Okay. Yeah, I mean any boiled sweets they're immediately going sticky. Uh, that's a good point. That's one I'll accept. Tea Thank bag. you. In the fridge, not a problem. Mm. Well, we can play this game till the cows come home. But the correct answer was cupboard. Um, <laughs> Heinz, Heinz say that their ketchup is it's got a safety rating for, to allow it to be in cupboards. It can be stored at room temperature, absolutely fine. But they suggest storing it in the fridge just to make it last longer if you want to there you go starts to go quite dark if you leave it out of the fridge oh, for long I enough it. i love it dark dark, dark i've dark. got a um i've got a, a bottle that's been in the bottom drawer of my desk at work for nigh on a year now and it's really dark yeah i mean that's that is stored in a cool dry place to be fair so you've done exactly yeah. what yeah. a lot of things require yeah. uh Ocean says, in my house, it's called Dip Dip. What other names does this mysterious condiment go by? Oh, Tommy K. <laughs> okay. Is that seriously you say that? Is that to be... Passes to Tommy K. Yeah, I think I probably have done that from time to time. How embarrassing. How old are you? <laughs> That's more embarrassing. What? <laughs> How old you are? Yeah. I am a grown man, Malcolm. Mm, mm. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah, yes, yeah, because tomato sauce. Ketchup, I always think ketchup was a brand name, but I was about four. Um, but yeah, so tomato sauce, ketchup, red sauce, red sauce, red, sauce. red, red or brown. Yeah, yeah. James says that um, ketchup was known as blob in his family. Oh, yeah. Do you want a do you want a blob? That reminds me of ladies' time. No. Okay, great. The phrase oh, on the, isn't it? Well, I mean, you haven't left any of the words out of the phrase, Mike. I mean, you've tried to be <laughs> subtle and then you've said the whole phrase, but it just didn't mixed up, <laughs> mixed up form. It's, yeah. Oh. I don't think subtlety is your. Oh, <laughs> is this the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, Mickey says. When its key ingredients come from so something something so disgusting, slimy, and unpalatable as a tomato, how does it taste so good? 
and improve almost every dish you have. Hmm. Doesn't really taste of tomato, so does it? It's like banana flavored things don't taste of banana. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I kind of agree with, with it. Was it Mickey? Um, yeah, Mickey. Okay. Hey, Mickey, yeah. you're so fine. Yeah. I, I agree with him on this one. Um, I, I, I can't be coping with sort of a tomato in its uh, a raw tomato in its natural essence, but um, tomato ketchup, yes, tomato soup, yes, yeah. Tomato, Tomato puree like on a pizza base, yes, but not not anything which still uh, looks like a tomato. That's that's exactly the same here, Lewis. Exactly mm. the same. Mike, do you like uh, do you like a beef tomato? I remember. Yeah, that, I, I don't. Remember, I don't mind any tomato. I'm quite happy with tomatoes, to be honest. Raw. I kind of remember Mum yeah. biting into a beef tomato like it was an apple. Just yeah, she did used to eat them like an apple. Just disgusting. All the all the seeds and the she slime. Would, she would take a bite and then cover it in salt. Yeah, that's true. Utterly yeah. insane. I mean, making you know her own version of ketchup and then just biting into it. Times yeah. were hard. Times were hard. But Glass she was vinegar on the side. <laughs> <laughs> Job done. Sugar. Yeah. No, she um she would like steal sachets of salt out of restaurants. Um it was it was it was that age. Um and and she would keep them in a handbag, and then she'd just take a tomato out, take a bite, and then cover it in salt, and then eat it. Because because we would be at this point, right? We would we would have gone to a chip shop. And oh, see, we're we back there either. again. Chip shop, exactly. Yeah. So, Dad of bottle of ketchup in the car somewhere. We would be. I mean, sometimes we would just get a bag of batter bits. Um, yeah. Or we, you know, all the all the shavings of batter that have you know come to the top of the surface. They just used to give them away for like ten p or something. Yeah, we'd share, we'd share some batter bits. Mum would get a beef tomato out. Oh, happy times! Yeah, yeah, weird. Uh, Phil says, Is a one fifth of a bottle an acceptable serving suggestion? Yeah, Lewis? Feels, like a, feels like a lot, surely, dependent on size of bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 20% of a, a bottle as a serving feels, yeah, that's feel a lot, and it also depends on what you're serving it with, mm. you know. If you've got a massive portion of chips, then you might want to. I've taken now to getting the little Bisto um, pots of peppercorn sauce that you just add boiling water to. And Ooh, so yeah. if I have if I have chips at home, like if I, I tell you what, I really fancy a burger. My wife won't hear this and it until it's too late, but I quite fancy making burgers tonight. And I'll make burgers. <laughs> and in the burgers, I'll have barbecue sauce, ketchup, onions, cheese, all of that. But on the side, I'll have chips and I'll make a little pot of peppercorn sauce to dip the chips into. I think I prefer it to ketchup. It's right. more, of an, more of an umami flavour. You and your umami. Thank you. When you, whenever you say umami, I, I th- it sounds like you're Vic Ooh. Reeves. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, bah, ooh. Um, um, yeah. Can, I'm, a, can, I'm an umami's boy. Um, can I finish? I have got one thing I'd like to raise before I go. I've got two. I've got, I've got one. One more question. Okay. Uh, Nick says, how much ketchup is too much to buy in one shop? I regularly buy one kilo bottle if available. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I know the one he's talking about. Not a problem. Is that in like a Booker's or a Macro or a Wholesaler of some sort? No, you get that that at the big shop. Insanity. Uh, Is there any meal where ketchup is literally unacceptable? Roast dinner. Porridge. (laughs) 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 Fair. Can I? Right. Go for just, it. Just quickly, 
Um, and it's a it's a complaint that's been it's been on my mind for a while now. Um, all the people that used to be employed by supermarkets to push trolleys um, now appear to have been recruited by McDonald's to stand over you and smile sweetly whilst you pour your ketchup at McDonald's. Every restaurant's got one. <laughs> what? And I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how this has been, you know, fed out into all of the different restaurants. But find <laughs> yourself either somebody elderly and vulnerable or somebody. Oh, no, uh, Michael, don't want to edit this out. So yeah, don't... well, OK. Somebody, somebody that looks like they've been pushing trolleys around the supermarket for the last 10 years. And get them in. I I don't know what the supermarkets are doing. I don't know who's pushing their trolleys because they've all been employed by McDonald's. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Actually, I was in Morrison's yesterday, and the trolley. You know where you take your trolleys back. Yeah. Someone where they have been put. So many people put their trolleys back. It had blocked the entirety of the road to the <laughs> point where someone had still kept putting their trolley in and blocked the car in that was behind them. So there was a car that couldn't leave because there were so many trolleys in there. And you know why? Because we're all at McDonald's pumping Cause, ketchup. Because No, she's not pumping ketchup. Barbara's just stood there with a dishcloth <laughs> in her hands, smiling sweetly. You all right, my love? Well, she, Maybe she's got a dishcloth because she's squirting ketchup on the side and just cleaning with it. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe she is. But every restaurant's got one. Next time you go to McDonald's, look out for Barbara. She will be there. I'm. I'm a, you know what? I'm a drive through man now. And I like well, I like it when they say, "Would you like you know any sauces?" And I say, "Can I have several ketchups?" Because everyone assumes that several means seven, so I get right. plenty. Yeah, and a couple of curry sauces, please, for Dad. Oh, yeah. and some sweet and some sweet and sour. Oh, I've not had that. Oh, oh yeah, not had that. But yeah, I'm a drive-through man, so I don't get to see the pumps much these days. Well, next time you are McDonald's and are pumping, just look to your yep. right, and there she'll be. Okay, right, guys, we've got to keep on moving. We're getting on. Lunch break is over. Some of us have got to go and snip some thread and make some belts. So, <laughs> Lewis is uh, going to go and save some souls. Absolutely. Yeah. What are you I'm doing, Mike? Gonna, I'm just going to run a spreadsheet or two and eat some Domino's. Oh, Domino's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, gents, thanks very much. It's been good to Thank be back. You. Uh, that's our opinion, not the listeners. And no. we <laughs> should be back next week with uh, Harry, hopefully. Hopefully, oh, he yes. gets well soon. Yes. Take care. See you later. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye.